Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome again to another episode of Talk Architecture Podcast with your host, Naziati Muhammad Yaakob. And I am continuing the readings and commentaries on the book Ethics for Architects by Thomas Fisher. It's published by Princeton um, and um, I made a mistake of saying something earlier, but um, Princeton Architectural Press. It's a good book and I highly recommend you reading it. And if you can't find it, then you can listen to these recordings in Talk Architecture. So the next one that we're going to talk about is the topic of Crediting co-workers is in page 116. Knowledge is in the end based on acknowledgement. Okay, by Ludwig Wittgenstein. An architect working in a firm did most of the design and management of a project, but upon the completion of the project and the subsequent press that it received, the firm's principal took all of the credit, as if he had done the work, and never acknowledged his staff or the architect who had, in fact, been most responsible for it. When the architect asked her boss if she could be credited for the work, he told her that she can take all the credit when she has had her own firm but it was his right to do so as the owner of this one. Architecture remains one of the most complex and collaborative of all the arts. It demands a lot of people to make it happen, not just in architectural firms, but also among the many consultants and contractors who help create, calculate, and construct buildings. In such a collaborative enterprise, the giving of proper credit becomes one of the most common and confusing areas of ethical conflict. Everyone involved in the project deserves acknowledgement, yet the numbers of people involved can be in the hundreds if we include everyone. How do we meet our duty to credit the people most responsible for a project within the limit that press releases, public talks, and print publications put on us. Immanuel Kant's ethics offers one measure of our duty in such situations. He urged us to see all others, whatever our relationship to them might be, as ends in themselves rather than means to our own ends. At first glance, that may not seem to offer much guidance. How do we define means and ends in the case of crediting those involved in the creation of buildings. It's not everything and everyone engaged in design and construction, a means to the end of getting a building built that meets people's needs within the budget and schedule. Certainly the focus in the architectural media on the completed structure, with little attention paid to the process of its creation, reinforces this bias of seeing buildings as the end, whatever the means used in the making. Kant's advice does not have value in cases like this, however. 
The principal of this firm may have the legal right to claim responsibility for this project, having stamped the drawings, and so accepting the liability should something go wrong. But ethically, according to Kant's prescription, he does not have the right to claim sole responsibility for something that others did. His employment of others does not give him the right to use them as means to his end. Rather, he owes them the credit that they are due as much as possible. Knowing that in some cases, such as a newspaper report, long list of acknowledgments, may not be practical. What matters, as Khan would say, is the intention to give proper credit even if it does not always happen because of space or time limitations in the media. The principle of this firm would still be within his legal right to take full credit if he wants. And this is where Wittgenstein's observation becomes relevant. If knowledge is based on acknowledgement, if knowing involves also knowing whom we are indebted to for what we know, then the principal's lack of acknowledgement represents a kind of ignorance on his part. That ignorance can take many forms. Not crediting employees is the fastest way to lose them, and with that, their skills and experience, the very things the firm's principal claims as his own. It also reveals the principal's lack of confidence in his need to claim what is not his undermining his authority among the other employees as well as among clients who also know who really did the work on their projects. But not acknowledging others, the principal disempowers himself and damages his firm, which is no doubt the opposite of his intention. By treating others as a means to his ends, he ultimately ends up with the means to treat others this way again. And those who acknowledge the self-destructive nature of this principal's behavior end up having the knowledge to understand the situation and never repeat his mistake. Only through full disclosure can we bring real closure to any architectural project. This idea of ownership and crediting co-workers. I also had um, such... It's not a dilemma, but it is, understandably, there are many people involved in the project. And at times, I try to um, to cite all the names of all the people involved in the project, uh, even though not directly connected uh, to the one that is being built. Now, you know, sometimes we have version 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 until we come to the final version that we want to get built. And um, even the one that we got built uh, doesn't look like the drawings uh, of the final one because other people may be collaborating um, to uh, make decisions how the outcome will be. In the case of our universal design bus stop that we managed to get uh, Kuala Lumpur City Hall built, built it, um, we had a different sort of drawings to what was the final design. 
Um, but we were ensuring that um, our input on universal design was there and why they are designed as such. So we managed to get the basics agreed upon. Um, and we like to be credited for it. So Kuala Lumpur City Hall did remark that they would like to credit us. We made a video of it, and I made a video of it, and, and, and thanked DBKL for building our ideas. It's a collaboration. Um, for some of us, like for myself, I needed that publicity, or I needed that credit um, done. And, um, but for others, maybe they see the, the, the bus stop is designed by or built by Kuala Lumpur City Hall, so it's their design. Uh, in social entrepreneurship or in uh, designing for social causes that uh, I've been involved with a few times, uh, we, we don't hop on too much. Uh, on profit making uh, there is no profit making in, involved it's just more of uh, our expertise and uh, selling our expertise to those who want to get our services so so that's an example of this topic that I've mentioned about crediting co-workers Crediting uh, also goes into the um, realm of intellectual property. And intellectual property is a very important um, thing for us to acknowledge. Uh, companies uh, dearly, um, uh, dearly, highly uh, uh, value their intellectual property. Um, and uh, it can intellectual property, especially when it comes to digital application that could scale up a business, is highly uh, protected in a way that um, um, you wouldn't want others to know how to do it like you did because they would replicate it and uh, there goes your business or something like that. So you can see in the wars between Apple and Samsung and all these brand wars or, or in between uh, software companies and so on that you see um, being highlighted in the press and so on. So in architecture is no different. Uh, architecture is so subjective, isn't it? Uh, I mean, the building is made up of so many other manufacturers, suppliers. Um, you know, it's not one patent. And even if you somebody copied the design, uh, depending on the country, whether they are protect, protecting you and where, how do you, how can you say that it is your design? It's only through the sketches or the drawings, especially the drawings that you had done, which is, is much earlier than the person who copied it. So that's the proof. And just publishing anything on the internet, which shows the date of when that drawing came out is good enough actually to to ascertain that that was designed by you originally whether you want to take it to court whether you want to claim uh, damages if there are damages 
And uh, it's something else, really. It happened to Zaha Hadid uh, and a pebble building. There was an exact building built later. And the only um, proof was the drawings that they did. So drawings are very important, like drawings, uh, paintings by artists, for example. There are the originals and there are the fake ones. Um, copyright. Basically what archi architectural design is about is copyright. It's not patterns. Patterns very specific to um, a design, um, like maybe Gillette, Gillette, um, what do you call it? Shavers. They had that particular design ever since. And anybody who does that design is copying from them. And that's patents, right? Patented. But architecture, it could be a bit of a tweak in here and there. And you could argue, no, uh, my design is um, not... Uh, cop I didn't copy from that architect, you know, for example. We've very been very careful about these things. I'm just taking it away from crediting co-workers. Obviously, I'm in the uh, belief that uh, the principal of the company should credit by right, should credit the co-worker. And the article says here that um, a co the co-worker... Well, the employees would know about it and they would be mindful or aware that their principal would take all the credit. So um, so it's, it's just the way that the author, Thomas Fisher, put out this case study shows that the principal is really uh, being uh, egoti egotistical or not wanting to budge from his position and will not um, be uh, seen as someone who is generous and kind. <laughs> so it is a certain character that one wouldn't want to be associated with. And as the issue of, of uh, having been worked in companies before as well, um, uh, if I was working with uh, a certain company, uh, I did the Angel Square, offices um, when I was working with Rock Townsend uh, back in the 80s. So um, I, I don't know whether they, they credited me. It doesn't really matter. But I, I would say that I was in the production team uh, helping with the building of this, um, uh, of this office building. And that was my part in, in doing, uh, in how this building um, the success of this building being built. So I just talk about it in interviews or um, this is something that is known with the people that I'm working with. So um, it doesn't matter really, the associate at that time, David Lees, was the designer of that project, obviously. And it had changed a lot since uh, his original drawings. Um, not too much, but we made it real. And um, so that was it, really. Um, I don't know where he is now, but um, it was a really good time to be working in that company. I really love that company. It was just a five minutes walk to Architectural Association School where I listened to all those evening lectures and stuff. Anyway, as an employee, I really relish working with Rock Townsend and with many architecture companies that I worked with thereafter. So, um, 
I could imagine if you were the project architect, design architect, and project architect and not being credited for it, I could imagine how disappointing you would be um, that the principal does not acknowledge your work, that you worked on it and you were really much the person spearheading everything and that the principal just stamped um, at the, and signed the the, because he he's the professional architect or even he's the owner of the company not even the professional architect that signed and stamped it and he regard the uh, work to be his so I would I would sympathize with um, the uh, architect but I think it's also a cultural issue in uh, my country in Malaysia I, I, I feel the sentiments is not really that big a deal when the uh, the principal claims that it's totally his or her work, I mean we don't make um, unless there is some legal repercussions, but uh, we don't make um, a big deal out of this issue. But I, I could imagine this being made an issue in some countries who who you have to do proper things uh, things properly. Um, okay, that's all that I have uh, for today on this um, section of Ethics for Architects by Thomas Fisher, page 116 on crediting co-workers. I hope to get you to come again to another session soon. Thank you. This is now an ad. If you are struggling to advance in your career as a mid-level architect and you would like to fix it fast, direct message me, email me at naziati at gmail.com for your free PDF high-value gift on the five reasons you struggle to advance in your career as a mid-level architect and how to fix it fast. It is worth your while if you are feeling that way and feeling the pain of being stuck and not being a top performer, I can get you to be that top performer. Thank you for listening.